Welcome to the Digital Selling Secrets Podcast. In this podcast, you will learn how to use technology to increase your sales and save time. Please subscribe to Digital Selling Secrets for updates on new episodes. Hello, everyone, and welcome once again to another lovely episode of the Digital Selling Secrets Podcast, brought to you uh, today by Odds Marketing. A uh, big shout out to our sponsor, Odds Marketing. Thank you so much for helping us make this happen. And I'm your host, uh, Jerry Moneycrote, and um, I'm going to throw it over to our other host over here, Gary Dennis. Gary, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself? Sure. Um, hi, I'm Gary Dennis, uh, Principal and Managing Director of Unbiased Data, huge proponent of digital selling. Uh, we use digital selling to reach people around the globe in China, Korea, Japan. Um, and across industries as well. So excited to be here, excited to be co-hosting Digital Selling Secrets podcast with Jerry. Awesome. And we have a very special uh, guest today, and uh, he's been uh, very active on digital selling, and his name is Bryce. And Bryce, uh, if you would just introduce yourself to the uh, uh, to our viewers here. Hey, thanks, Jerry. Yeah, so Bryce London, I am uh, currently sales manager, area sales manager at Siemens uh, in our building technologies division. So working with a number of uh, industries, number of customers, um, kind of helping them from an HVAC control, smart building, trying to trying to work with them to get all their integrated technologies um, as kind of part of an overall cohesive strategy. So been doing this a couple of years, uh, great company. And, um, you know, kind of like, kind of like Gary said, huge proponent of uh, digital selling, digital strategy, how do we uh, put everything together to uh, do things a little bit smarter? Fantastic. And uh, very, very good to hear that. I know, you know, uh, I haven't worked for, uh, for uh, Siemens. I've worked for one of their competitors. But, mm -hmm. <laughs> um, but uh, and I've had uh, other friends that have worked for Siemens as well. And I know they're really, really huge on embracing technology and uh, understanding the impact in the future. Could you tell us a little bit, Bryce, about how uh, – how Siemens or you've incorporated digital strategies in what you do day to day. Yeah, I think, I mean, that's one of the things that I love about Siemens. Uh, we, I would say, are kind of very progressive when it comes to technology. We like to consider ourselves, um, you know, kind of leaders in the industry. You know, one of the things from a Siemens perspective uh, that I think is both a challenge and an opportunity is Many of the customers that we're working with right now, if you look at it just from a technology standpoint, there's so many different technologies on the market. There's so many different things coming out every day, different ways to, to run the business, different ways to, uh, you know, to gain efficiencies. And one of the things that, um, you know, we do from a seamless perspective and personally that I try and do is trying to, to use our digital platforms to, to put a, a simplified message in a strategy together for our customers and I think we've got a lot of support from Siemens I think you know that's something that we're really focused on because as we as the technology just continues to evolve it, it's it's really on you know you know people and companies like Siemens to to really kind of tailor the different approaches you know for our different customers you know what's interesting that uh that you said, you know, as far as using the digital platforms and Siemens, I, I think about Siemens being such a big company, right? Mm -hmm. um, and it seems like, and I'm kind of generalizing here, big companies are slower to adapt to the trends that are happening. And, and part of that, I mean, ha working for a big company, there's strengths to that, obviously, but 
mm-hmm. what I've seen, some of the weaknesses have been it, because just the approval process. And uh, I'll agree with that 100%. Um, yep. are, are you seeing that much uh, in the industry overall or within your organization or with you or – yeah, I, I would say, I mean, that's certainly, um, I would say that's prevalent. Um, I, I think Siemens in the past three years, uh, and I'll, I'll speak for Siemens, I, I think from our executive leadership down has kind of acknowledged that being a large organization, I mean, at the end of the day, we're a, a German engineering company, and uh, they've made some pretty um, important strides to kind of decentralize and allow uh, different offices. So, you know, for our Houston office, we can kind of uh, utilize the platforms and the tools that they're they're using, but kind of tailor it to our own market. So we definitely see that. I mean, and certainly with our customers, um, it's the same thing. I mean, when you're looking at, you know, we're in the infrastructure, you know, building um, industry, when you're looking at the amount of technology and the different decisions their customers are making, they're making decisions now that's going to affect, you know, they're making 15, 20 year decisions. Well, the technology is changing so fast. Right. So that's, that's prevalent, not only from a Siemens and in our, our competition, but our customers as well. It almost gets to a point where everyone kind of gets paralyzed by technology. And, and that's something, um, I think that's a concern because people don't want to, they don't want to implement the wrong technology and then, you know, have to either you know spend the money to make changes or, or sort of live with it for the next 10 to 15 years so that's that's a challenge um it's absolutely a challenge i, I guess where you know be, because of that um it's it's our responsibility certainly from siemens and in and, and our competition as well to understand uh the technology to be able to project um in the future to be able to have those conversations and 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 really put a strategy a digital strategy together um, you know, because what I've found is all of our customers and in the industry, that's every, that's where it's going, but it's, it's because of the different changes, it's, it's our responsibility to really map out that strategy, um, and, and really focus on why are we, why are we implementing the technologies that we are? So uh, now that you said that, you know, the, and that makes totally sense. Uh, total makes total sense. You you've got to understand what you're doing before you put the investment in. But how are you implementing some of those uh, some of those strategies or some of those tools today itself? Um, getting that return on investment, you know, it's it's a valid concern. Yeah, there's a lot of different things that we're doing. I think um, you know what we've done as a as a local office and a branch is. We're trying to utilize the infrastructure that Siemens, uh, you know, from a corporate standpoint is built. I mean, all the different digital platforms, the tools and the resources. And what we're really trying to do is we've had a lot of, uh, you know, digital strategy workshops with our customers, really trying to understand, um, you know, where where are you at now? You know, where do you want to be? And then try and fill in those gaps. And whether that's a two to three year strategy, whether that's a five year strategy, whether that's a 10 to 15 year strategy, you know, the process is still the, still the same. What do you want to get out of the technology? Where do you guys want to be from a company? What are the industry drivers? What are the industry challenges? Let, let's work back. Let's start there and then let's work that back to put that strategy together. So that's, that's an ongoing uh, process, but that's something that, you know, here in our Houston office that we're trying to do um, really take kind of an educated industry vertical market approach to, uh, the, the digital strategy. Now, now, Bryce, and if, if you if you can't answer any of these questions, that, that's that's fine. Just let us know. But um, from a pure purely sales process standpoint, mm-hmm. 
like using LinkedIn and other social media. Are, are you guys using those sorts of digital platforms for prospecting at all or? Yeah, absolutely. I, you know, certainly, you know, LinkedIn um, is, is a big thing. One, I would say one of the things, um, not only from a lead generation standpoint, but one of the things that we're trying to do as an office and as a, as a company is, is use LinkedIn specifically to kind of message our brand. So, you know, all the people on the sales team trying to trying to put together a cohesive, you know, whether it's, um, you know, sharing certain articles or whether it's, you know, certain people that we're following or different, um, whether it's I, I'm putting out an article and the team is, you know, commenting on it. It's, it's trying to put together a single cohesive strategy using LinkedIn. I mean, we've got, um, you know, right now Siemens has its own uh, CRM uh, that we're using. We'll be going. Uh, to another one uh, next year, but LinkedIn's a big part of our overall strategy. Siemens corporate standpoint does an incredible job. Furthermore, our executives um, are very good about sharing things on LinkedIn, posting articles, highlighting successes. And, you know, it allows us at our level to kind of um, to kind of use that. So LinkedIn's probably the, the biggest from a platform standpoint that we're that we're leveraging. Do you ever get, um, and uh, thanks for sharing that, Bryce. It's, it's very interesting, especially a big organization. If they're able to work as a team, um, it, it can make almost like a, um, a viral effect if, if yep. it was, if everyone's working together. But mm -hmm. at the same time, you know, I imagine some people are probably torn because it's social media and it's, it's their social media, you know? So it's almost, and I've talked to different people about it and it's almost like crossing the, the boundary from a, a corporation to into somebody's personal life to a certain degree, like, Hey, this is my social media. I'm not, I'm not, this isn't for the company. Does anybody feel right. like that? Or, you know, I think, I think, I think you're right. And I think that's probably um, why we've kind of really focused on the LinkedIn. Um, you know, certainly, you know, there's, there's other parts of um, social selling that, you know, some people on our, on our team are more active than others. Um, I think one of the things that you got to differentiate between is, you know, social selling versus digital sales. And I think, you know, social selling, um, you can promote yourself, you know, you can use the Twitter, you can use, you know, Facebook, different things. Um, and that's certainly something that we're focused on. But then from a, a digital sales and what is going to be our brand, what's going to be our, our strategy, how are we going to message our, our, you know, what we're doing with our customers. I mean, I think that's where LinkedIn kind of comes into play because that's typically, you know, LinkedIn pages while they're personal, you know, they, they reflect your, your corporate and what you're, what you're doing from a business standpoint. So I think it's that social versus digital sales and, you know, kind of the differences between those, but that's, that's an interesting comment. I mean, I, I'm not sure that I've actually had that specific conversation, but I would say that that's definitely underlying of, uh, you know, maybe why some people are apprehensive towards really diving into a social selling digital sales, um, you know, process. Yeah. You almost wondered like, what if, what if somebody had a, uh, and I don't know, some corporations are, are okay with this. Some corporations aren't, but let's say somebody had a side business, right. Where they sold, um, I don't know, something online. Right. And what if they were promoting that business on LinkedIn or they had somebody, they hired somebody to promote that business on LinkedIn. Uh, how, how do you think a big corporation would perceive, perceive that? 
I, I think that would be a case by case basis. I mean, I, you know, I know, you know, there, I know there's certainly a lot of coworkers that, you know, are doing things on the side. And I, I think that would just have to be handled responsibility, you know, responsibly from a, uh, on a case by case basis. I mean, are, are, is there a conflict of interest? You know, what, you know, those, those, those general questions, but uh, yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't know if there's, it would be a, uh, you know, if I could answer that holistically, I think it's just uh, kind of have to, handle that case by case. Right. Yeah. It's, um, I know statistics show, st- you know, the entrepreneurial, the, you know, independent thinker that, you know, all these trends are, are happening. Um, so yeah, I'm always curious and, and I, I have a background in big corporations, um, mm-hmm. as well. And it just varied, like you're saying, a case by case per manager, per company, per, uh, yeah, I mean, the, I would say, I would say I would pr- I promote it. I, I welcome it because at the end of the day, I want our people active. I want our people out, whether it's in the market or whether it's just, you know, I, I want them, you know, promoting themselves because in the, the day, if we can use that, you know, certainly from a, from a Siemens perspective, uh, but you know, there, there is the underlying question, you know, you kind of have to see what's going on, but uh, I, I personally would promote, you know, would, would welcome it. I, I, I'd like them to be active in, in that, in, you know, in that realm. You know, that's interesting. You just said that because once, when we first started our podcast, and it had a different name. We had a, an HR uh, specialist. She's a VP of, uh, of another company now, but uh, she said, it, she said that she always found it more encouraging if, if her employees were like that, yep. that had something on the side, because she said it shows that they're, you know, they have the hustle, they, they have that entrepreneurship uh, mindset, and they're able to embrace technology on different fronts, allowing them to be more versatile for that. So what you're saying right now totally reflects that same sentiment. So yep. thank you for sharing that, man. Yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll be honest with you. I mean, it's one of the things that I look for uh, when I'm when I'm recruiting and I'm hiring. I mean, I, I want, I go and I, and I, I want the people that are active. You know, I want the people that have the LinkedIn, whether I'm hiring an intern or whether I'm hiring a salesperson, you know, I, I welcome it because that's, that's where the industry is going. That's where, you know, we need to be active in, 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 you know, those activities. We need to have that social presence. You know, that's, that's one of the things um, that I love about Siemens. And that's one of the things that I encourage the team, you know, certainly in myself, you know, to really adopt that because use the brand, you know, use, you know, use the opportunity to elevate yourself um, and put your name out there and, and create that social brand is, is I think something I look for, um, you know, and you're never going to take away the, the personal component of sales. You know, there's always the, you know, how do you do in front of the customer, but there's so many things behind the scenes. There's so many different things leading up to the meeting. There's so many things after the meeting um, for just from a credibility and an overall branding that I think can be accomplished using the social platforms. That, that's, I, I think that's a, um, I don't know if progressive is the right word, but it, it's, you know, it sounds like you guys are very um, ahead of the curve. Huh? <laughs> I would say progressive. Yeah, yeah, uh, definitely ahead of the curve when it, when it comes to the digital because I don't know it it's it hasn't been it, like some companies wait for every other company to to have done something and yeah. everything to all the T's to be crossed, all the I's to be dotted and then when they try to do it um they do they do it to the same level as everyone else right. and they don't stand out. It's right. you know, they're just keeping up. 
right? And yep. then you ha then you have the companies that are willing to put their foot out there first. They may fall, you know, the, it, it, like the, with LinkedIn, there's no like perfect post. There's no perfect message that's exactly. just going to yep. give you some viral effect. Um, it's kind of trial and error to a certain degree. And you um, want to be, re be real. I mean, you don't want to, you know, right. just put out – you know, the standard, oh, I'm going to copy the exact words. I mean, you, you want it to be yourself. You want it to be, you know, reflect your personality. It goes back to what you said about, you know, you have your brand. Yep. You can't fake that. And you got to, you got to work with it and, and, and promote it. And that's really, I think that's the beauty of social media is yep. 10 years ago, people could put on a show at work and then they go home and they take it off and they're a different person. Now it's transparent. You're, yep. You are who you are. I mean, they, yep. they see it on social media. They see it in person. Yeah. So it kind of takes it, – it creates, I think, a certain level of, of authenticity. Like, Absolutely. Like, Absolutely. Like you, yeah, like you were saying. And, and so that, I, I think that's fantastic. You don't want to be that salesperson that, that has the, the perfect LinkedIn page and is promoting all these different things. Then you walk in, you know, you walk in. And because what I found is the customers, they know that. I mean, I've been in a, a number of meetings where they've referenced a LinkedIn post, you know, that I've put out there. They've read, you know, they've referenced, oh yeah, you know, I saw you shared this and then you don't, you don't want to show up and com be completely opposite of, you know, what they are, you know, what you've put out there on, on the social platforms. I mean, you, you've got to work with that. Absolutely. And, and not, and not just sharing propaganda or, you know, just yeah. right. right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Be, and, and you gotta be able to back it up. I mean, there's a lot of good marketing out there, and you know, from a from a from a corporate standpoint, I mean, you know, every everybody kind of has to work with this. I mean, if you just post every sort of marketing document that comes out, I mean, you, you got to know the substance behind it. You know, when you're in front of the customer, but it, but if you do, and it's part of the overall message that you're building for the customers, it's a powerful, powerful tool because you can leverage that, and you can you can really promote it in front of the customer. And, and again, it goes back to, it creates this kind of ecostructure from a company standpoint of, okay, this is, this is where they're going as a company. This is, this is who Bryce is. This is who his team is. This is what they're trying to do. Um, and I think it adds a little level of credibility. Um, you know, that's just, you can't replicate. And, and that's where the LinkedIn, the Twitter, the social platforms allow you to do that. Absolutely. Well, Bryce, and we really appreciate you sharing your insight related to uh, digital selling and digital transformation. And uh, it sounds like you're with an organization that is definitely progressive, ahead of the curve when it comes to this, innovative. So I imagine um, you guys are going to be doing really well on this digital front. Um, yeah, no, I, I appreciate the invite. I mean, I, I absolutely, uh, Siemens has been great, something it's evolving, but, uh, you know, really appreciate you guys having me on here. Really admire you, what you guys are doing. Um, you know, I've been following you guys for a while, so, you know, very excited to, to be able to come on here. Uh, keep up the good work, man. You guys are doing a lot of really good things. Hey, thank you. Thanks, Bryce. Absolutely. Uh, I guess with that, we'll close shop. And um, once again, thanks to Bryce London uh, for joining us, our special guest. And thanks to Gary Dennis with Unbiased Data uh, for for hosting. And uh, this is Jerry Moneycroats signing off. And thanks to our sponsor, Odds Marketing. Take care, everybody, and have a great week. Absolutely. And please subscribe to 
uh, our podcast, Digital Selling Secrets. We're on Apple Podcasts and, and many other platforms as well.